0: Here we go. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode number eight. Welcome to <laughs> Rez Hockey. I am your host, Trav, and with me, as always, is Bush, who's drinking his... What are you drinking, Bush? I'm drinking homemade
1: ground-up coffee, as opposed to whole bean.
0: <laughs> Fresh <laughs> from the bi- from the hills of chili... Oh, no. Is it chili <laughs> that it come from? Coffee beans?
1: This brand, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some poor two-year-old boy was carrying a bag of coffee beans down the hill so Bush can enjoy his Sunday coffee. And I paid him well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, welcome to episode number eight. Today's a nice day. We're recording on a Sunday. So it's not a nice day. It's horribly hot again. Yeah, it's hot. It's too hot. Yeah. Plus, 30 weather's not fun, so... No. so yeah, we decided to do the podcast today, so you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Bring it up. Drum roll. Okay. First, Res Hockey, Trev Bush would like to say our thoughts and prayers to the Wilson family from Norway House, Manitoba, Norway House Bruins, the hockey community uh, with the passing of Brent Wilson. Brent was a super nice guy. Awesome hockey player. Awesome defenseman. Yeah. And super guy off the ice too. So all around nice guy. Nice, nice, nicest guy around. And we just want to send our thoughts and prayers. And it's hard to lose someone from the hockey community, from your family. Yeah. So we just want to say that we're thinking of the family. Family we'll Lay some tobacco down later for you, for your spirit. We'll go do it. Yeah. Brent was a top notch D. He's in the last maybe five, ten years, he's won a lot of hockey championships. It's just, yep. it's just the type of player he was. Mm-hmm. He was a good offensive defenseman, but when you needed a good solid defenseman, he's he was right there too. So, super guy. He, he'll be missed for sure. Absolutely, he will. Okay. With that being said, our guest for episode number eight is Sydney Daniels from Southwick, Massachusetts, in the Good old US So that's gonna Hello. be that's gonna be a good interview with Sydney. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun with that one. Okay. <laughs> I told Bush I wasn't gonna tell him who Cause of the Week is, and <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kind of looking forward <laughs> to see your your uh, amusements. So Cause of the Week for episode number eight is from Kenora, Ontario, Larry Taylor. <coughs> Fuck off, really?
1: Sakes <laughs> of all all fucking people in this town.
0: I knew you were going <laughs> to work out loud. <laughs> so, LT, bro.
1: LT, how are you?
0: <laughs> How's that the week?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
0: so thanks for stepping up, LT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can we say about him? He's a big old giant teddy bear. A guy who likes to use a 45 flex when he's like 240. 240,
1: he's like he's like 6'4 and he and he used a 45 flex on the ice.
0: And the reason why he uses that stick is because one night after our Casey's game, our beer League game, there was a true stick in the with the sticks. So I asked anyone if that was their stick. No one said everyone said no. So LT claimed that stick. I said it's a 45 flex though, or a 55 flex. And so oh, I'll just put a plug in it. <laughs> put it in like a. The plug was like a foot long, so it probably made it like a 45 flex. Yeah. And he used that during the season. Oh yeah. You know, you wouldn't take slap shots though. He, no, he, I
1: don't think he knew how to take a slap shot with <laughs> that particular flex.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't believe he used that like a. a it was like a junior stick or intermediate. <laughs> so, <he's, laughs> And when that stick broke, I had an extra stick on the bench and he started using my, warrior, it was a warrior stick. I think it was a blade, Wheeler blade. And I told him, yeah, if you want to buy it off me, buy it off me and I charge him like 75 bucks. But it took him forever to pay me that 75 bucks. And <laughs> we went on a work trip. And on the way back before leaving Winnipeg, we stopped that Popeye's chicken. And I said, LT. Just uh, buy me buy me a meal and we'll just call it even. So he <laughs> bought me a four piece meal from Popeyes in exchange for my Blake Wheeler warrior. St- yeah, st- that Wheeler he- stick was like, well, I paid didn't pay retail, but it's those sticks are like three hundred and twenty bucks. Oh, yeah. And he paid with it with a meal from Popeyes. So he's a Can't good he's that. a good ne- he's a good negotiator. I tell you that. Oh yeah! Plus he gave me twenty bucks. So okay. twenty bucks and a papa's meal for a three hundred dollar stick. Mm-hmm. So LT clearly won that that deal. So yeah, thanks LT. We're, he probably will listen to to this podcast in the office and will just be laughing. So yeah, that was a good one. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs? I got
1: two for one. Uh, good friends of ours. Jay and Carrie Stevens, who are live in Winnipeg right now. Hey guys, how are you? We miss you. We're going to come see you at some point, both me and Trevor.
0: Yeah, Jay and Ma, we will come visit. Yeah. Did you go to their new place yet? No, I haven't been to Winnipeg oh. in a year and a half. Oh, yeah. You never came when we went to that beer festival. Yeah. We went, we had a couple drinks before we left their place. Yeah. We were supposed to, well, we met you, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's we've been to their place. Yeah, they invited us uh Paul and I out to their place. So hopefully we'll get the visit. It's been where is their new place? Is it by the railway track still? No, it's it's off Main oh, Street. That's right. Okay. Yeah. It's in a corner. I think it's I don't know it's train tracks. I never noticed. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that was the old place I'm thinking of.
0: But uh yeah, Jay is, uh from northern, northern Manitoba, so he loves his uh, whale blubber and his seal meat, <laughs> traditional like that. And, he's, and he loves his golf. Yeah. He uh, used to bug me all the time because where I was from, I was like, what do you guys do over there, eat whale blubber? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have one shout-out. Is to uh our neighbor down the street, well across oh, the yes. street from you, mm-hmm. Mr. Fabian Blackhawk. I have some funny stories about Fabian. We all have funny stories about Fabian. We were coming back from a hockey tournament. We we're in Winnipeg, and it was Sunday night, maybe around midnight, and the guy takes me to Jumbo's Pizza. Jumbo's Pizza? You never been to Jumbo's Keep Pizza? Going. Keep going.
1: I want to to hear the story.
0: He leaves his car on and leaves me in the car and he's in the pizza place for like 10 minutes on a Sunday night. And it was a lot of like rough looking people just, and they started circling the car. I was like, shit, what do I do? Do (laughs) I turn the car off and walk into the pizza place? I thought we were going to get jacked. I thought someone was going to come and steal the car. It It was crazy. But you guys made it out though, right? Barely. I was, like, I was scared. Pizza intact. Oh, is is pizza really that worth it to risk your life? Even, like, even the jumbo was, like, it wasn't that good of a pizza. Like, do you risk your life to eat like, mediocre pizza? Like, no. So, you risked my life for for pizza. Mm -hmm. I got another funny story. We were in Jasper, Alberta, playing hockey and we pl- both played we were on separate teams and we both played three games and his game was i think the last game was n- saturday night and he came back to the room we were sharing a room and he was i was like hey let's go out for a couple of beers just go check out check out jasper to see what the town has How mm-hmm. the town is so he was really hesitant he was like no no i'm tired i got i got to i play first thing in the morning He's <laughs> like well we end up going out i can twisted his rubber arm we went out. Then after the bar, we met up with some people playing in the tournament. So we were having a couple of drinks. Met up with the refs, having oh, yeah. drinks with them. We didn't get back to our room to like five, maybe. <laughs> and he had like an eight or nine o'clock morning game. And he slept in that game. And he went to the game halfway. <laughs> his team was winning before he showed up. And when he showed up, his team ended up losing. Oh, no. So, <laughs> those are a couple of funny stories of Fabe and I and <laughs> our hockey experiences. So, yeah, shout out to Fabe, Jane, Muck out in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Now we're going to discuss the res hockey version of the res players on each team. Like – When you go to a like a good tourney, you'll have 15 guys, right? Yeah. So we're going to name different types of players that play in res tourneys.
1: Absolutely, we will. It's your throat again. I know. Maybe it's all the fire smoke in here.
0: (sighs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. The first kind of res player we have on our list is the the musician. That type of player, he brings his guitar that every tourney, right, you'll have one player that loves to sing, loves to entertain the, the people, so yeah, that's one type of player. Well, the next...
1: I always bring my, my air guitar, that counts, right?
0: Well, you use it as a hockey <laughs> stick. Five in the morning yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. use that as some. <laughs> Put some air pods on, got yep. your hockey stick, put an awesome tune on. And there you Thunder go. You,
1: got good... Th- you, got, you, you put
0: Thunderstruck on. I don't think it's, that was Thunderstruck, you know. Fucking right, so it was Thunderstruck. Okay, the story, okay. we'll tell you the story. <laughs> Bush and I went to a hockey tournament in Dryden. And last chance tournament. Rooms. Yes, last last chance, old-timers tournament. And we were sharing rooms, and we went to the bar had a couple of drinks afterwards and I was still wanting to have a couple more and Bush went to bed. Cause it was five in the morning. Bush went to bed. I put my headphones on and I started playing music and I had my, <laughs> my stick with me and I started <laughs> taping my stick <laughs> in the dark. Yes. Listening to, to Thunderstruck. I guarantee. I, I think it I was
1: Thunderstruck. It was, there's some good guitar riffs though.
0: That's, was, why th- that's why. That's why I think it was Thunderstorm I, I don't remember, but yeah, that's the story behind. Bush <laughs> always trying to bring that up, and every time he brings it up, I try to <coughs> bring, change the subject. But yeah, that's the story. I was taping my stick five in the morning in the dark, listening to, I guess ACDC. While yep. while Bush was trying to sleep, so I was trying to snore. Out in the air. Everyone knows. Okay, the next, whereas player is the dancer. Jigs in the hotel room after a few. We know a lot of those guys that oh, after absolutely. a few, like even like when you go to tournaments like Winnipeg West, mm-hmm. they, uh, if you go to a niche bar, there's always the live band. They always have a fiddle player. And once that <laughs> fiddle comes out, oh, man, you got a couple of guys who think they're top notch jiggers and they'll just start <laughs> two-stepping. So every team has one of those, the dancers. <laughs> What do we got? We got the donut next. Why is it called donut? Talks to every girl in the bar. You want to know why? <laughs> another another story. I was playing in a hockey tournament and I was standing with Ivan Roulette and I saw my friend. She was uh, coming to the bar so I went up to her and started talking to her and just I wasn't trying to pick her up like I even thought I was. I was just, we were yeah. just we were friends so then he came, when I came back to the table where the guys were standing, he goes, holy F man, she's ugly. Oh, jeez. And he goes, you would even F a donut if it came rolling past you. Try to stick it in. Like, oh, my God. My friend. I was just saying hi and seeing what she was up to. So that's why uh, we're saying the donut because mm-hmm. talks to every girl in the bar. And of course, that's, yeah, that was a funny story. And, I, I bring it up when I see Ivan tease him about it. So yeah, that's crazy that guy sometimes.
1: <laughs> okay, now on next we got what's this the married man? The married right. man brings his whole family and tells the boys he'll go out but doesn't. Oh. See you know what I used to do? I used to uh I used to tell people, okay, well I used to go out for a little bit and then I, I would go, okay guys, next round's in me, I'm gonna go grab it. But uh so I'd go up to the bar or I'd make like I was going up to the bar. Then I'd just leave.
0: Or one is like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And when you come out, pretend you have your f- cell phone against oh, yeah. your ear and pretend you're talking and just leave and just, but deep down, <laughs> you, you know you're leaving and you know yeah. you're not going back to the boys. No. Well, because it's like midnight and I, I always like sleeping
1: in my own bed. That's why.
0: And the married man, championship picture. picture? Always brings his kids always. in the pictures. Always. Mm-hmm. You can tell who's a married man when all their kids are in the pictures. And Right? Yep. The next one. Uh-oh. Bruce Springsteen likes talking about his glory days. Back when played like he played the MJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played six I played, games. Played MJ. Played, championship. Could have played more, but... Uh, I just decided to go back home. My girlfriend was lonely, <laughs> so I decided to quit. Yeah. Well, so that's Bruce Springton. Loves talking about his glory days. The older you get, the more you talk about those days, though, right? And the more important
1: the games were when you do talk about them.
0: Yes. Like, so, it,
1: it, it'll, it'll progress from um, mid-season game to, you know, last 10 games of the playoff, uh, or to push through the playoffs and it's, then it's a playoff game and then pretty soon you're saying man I was in a A-side championship back in 96 and we, we only had 10 <laughs> guys and holy man we're <laughs> that's for sure what's yeah, next this is on my list this is my favorite this, this is my absolute favorite <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of a lot of people in Kenora actually a lot of people in Northwestern Ontario
0: and well, Manitoba
1: can can't can't relate to next one right it's called the log. <laughs> or a- yeah, your orders Everyone shots at the bar and then all of a sudden say, Hey, who's paying for all these?
0: <laughs> the reason I put that one because we were at the bar in Thunder Bay, I think it was new fees, and there was six of us maybe at the bar. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the bartender, Hey, can I get six Jager bombs? He's like, oh well, shit, Wog's gonna pay. We all do the shot. <laughs> then he just looks around us and he goes, "Who's paying?" <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. So that's that's classic. Mm-hmm. So that's why we call that the Wog.
1: <laughs> I love you, Wog.
0: Yeah, that, that was awesome. <laughs> the next one is the Axe Man. Never Whoa. showers, but cakes on the Axe spray before going out. Do you shower after every game? Yeah, you have to. I shower after every game. You have to. You have I don't see to. a reason not to. Yeah, it you, takes two minutes to shower.
1: Even if, uh, you know, I've been to a couple tournaments where where the hot water's run out, but you still rinse off at least, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, back home in Moose Factory is bad for that. Um, I haven't been up there playing hockey but in maybe five, six years. But before that, the hot water would run out mm. like Friday night. Then after that, there would be no hot water for the rest of the weekend. So, <laughs> yeah, cold showers, rinse off. It takes a minute.
1: Yeah, you can do it in a minute.
0: But i would known guys that would take the axe and just spray spray it on and go to straight to the bar. And they would wear their hockey jersey to the bar. Whoa. Yeah, like, why are you wearing your hockey jersey? It's full of sweat. It stinks. And you don't look cool wearing a jersey no, you, you to, the, to the bar. <laughs> but yeah, I knew some guys that would do that. And they would just spray that jersey. It's like, Axe spray and su- sweat don't go. Not the, not the best combo. No. So, so rather yeah, that's punch, the Axe, man.
1: You'd rather punch an aroma. I like this one. The real the McCoy. Real McCoy. Oh,
0: Plays yeah. nothing but 90s music, especially like that don't. techno don't, 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 like, don't, 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 <laughs> Yeah, the real McCoys. Yeah, they, used, Can't they touch were this. a big no, that's MC Hammer, man.
1: No, that's the 90s music you said. Oh,
0: yeah, but you know, that te- techno music, yeah. I kind of grew up with that techno music. Like my cousins, uh, Rob and Darwin Chump, mm-hmm. they were huge techno music guys. Yeah. And so that's why I like, uh, I bring that up, the real McCoys, because they love their <laughs> 90s music and they still play. The 90s music that oh, techno stuff nice it's almost like uh dance mix remember when much music used to have much, dance mix? much much
1: dance much 90s dance. whatever much dance whatever year you get i bet you jock jock jack dawson still has dance mix cds i, I guarantee he does jack you, you gotta you gotta bust it out for that tournament next, and, week, next
0: week. yes Invite us over and let's uh, listen to some dance mix. Yes, <laughs> Jack used to be a DJ for much music dance party. Did mm-hmm. you know that?
1: True story. Yeah. I, well, not off, not like right away, but he did tell me that a little while ago, last last
0: year, year before. It's pretty cool. And Jack went up to Moose City and Moose Factory because I told him where I was from. He goes, "Hey, yep. I've been to Moose City, Moose Factory. I used to be a DJ." At uh, much music dance party, and he said he went across the moose factory and partied in the <laughs> Small world, so yeah, Jack yeah. bust those CDs out. The next one is the model
1: dances in front of the mirror before heading out with the guys. I guess you got to, you get, I guess you got to get your moves down, Pat. You know, you got to make sure you're strutting yeah. on the floor.
0: Yeah, I knew a guy that used to dance like that. He was like, "How does this look? Does this look okay? <laughs> Come <He's> on." Like, <laughs> Come on, man. Every time he would stand, and there's always like you know, the mirror behind the door, like you'd stand there and just like start practicing dance. He's like, How does this look? Is this going to be okay? It's like, No, dude, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, a team has one of those all the time. Uh Someone who just dance, who's
1: who's this This, guy here? This one's
0: another big one. Um, we experienced this firsthand, (laughs) yeah, we did. This one is called the Shags. The Shags says, "I think I love you." To a random at the bar in front of the boys. Yep, Uh, we experienced this a couple years ago. The music was loud. Shags was all—he was—he was was on the
1: floor. I think he—I think he checked moves out. He was feeling
0: good. Then we were by the pool tables. And there was this girl he was playing pool with and whatnot. Then the music stopped and he said, I think I love you. The whole, like everyone, we just stopped and looked at him. And they started laughing because I don't think he meant to say that. That loud. Yeah, that loud. So everyone heard him. So that's called the shags. Yeah. That was a good one.
1: The Storyteller. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Scores a 10th goal in a 10-1 win and brags. Or he scores a one goal <clears throat> in the 10-1 loss. And then fucking celebrates all over the ice. Like, hey, come on. Mind you, I've done that before.
0: Selly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we know that guy that loves the, the brag. And, yeah, I would put my head down and just skate to the bench if I scored the 10th goal like that. But that person would be at the bar exaggerating yeah. the story telling the girls oh i scored a big goal 3-2 game
1: mhm and and uh, the whole he'd diss it up dress and it up and went
0: bar down just totally beat the goalie but yep. it was, actually it was just a 10-1 game and he just probably went off went off a skate or a shin pad or something
1: and the goalie's not even trying at that point yeah so right.
0: that's the storyteller
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm Oh boy, have you ever have you ever been this guy?
0: Oh, I've been this the next one.
1: Yes, yep. and come party in my room.
0: Tells tells the bar where the party
1: is. Hey, have you ever have you ever lied to the bar though and said hey, there's a party at so and so hotel? Oh well, yeah, I did that. I did that once because I didn't want anybody coming back to the hotel because I wanted to sleep. <laughs> so and, I just gave people the wrong bar.
0: Or I know so. someone who wanted to sneak a party in. And they went behind the hotel and snuck people in on, and they were on the second oh. floor. Oh. And he had this woman who was kind of bigger on his shoulders and she was trying to sneak in. His oh. legs were just shaking. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the host. Which one's the yeah. last one?
1: I think is the proud dad one.
0: Oh yeah. that's the last one.
1: Yeah, brings all his kids in for the championship picture. Uh, yeah, on the ice. And then uh, he'll probably bring his little one in in the dressing
0: room because he wants to show everybody his son. Yep. Look who I shocked up with. <laughs> look who I knocked up. So, yeah, that's the proud dad. Yeah. I was never a proud dad. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not bad. I'm a proud dad, but not that kind of proud dad.
1: No. Well, for one, I, I never won a really big championship, so I can <laughs>
0: But yeah, like like my kids are there. Well, I think I did it once. No, I did it on the side. Me and Anna had a picture mm. on the side, but not in the championship picture. But yeah, every guy's different. It is what it is. Yeah. I guess the kids helped the, the tournaments and helped their dad win the championship. So they deserve to be in the picture, right? Yep. With that being said, those are the res players, res hockey edition. So yeah. Every team has these guys, though. Every tournament, Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is, like, that's what makes these tournaments fun and the fun to play and fun to go to because every one of these guys are on a team, and when you put them together, it's a good time. So, yeah, that's uh, (laughs) that's a good one, it is. So, now we'll uh, go to our interview with. Sydney Daniels. Sydney Daniels. Hey, not once did I call her Sydney Crosby. All surprised. Not like uh, Miss Taylor Tom. Taylor Hall. <laughs> yeah, that was so, funny. Yeah, we'll go to our interview after this. So we'll be right back. Hey, Rez Hockey. For episode number eight, we are joined with does that make sense damn it i'll edit that out but <laughs> see what i mean <laughs> maybe, I, maybe i won't edit it just because no i think love this to laugh. Is yeah.
2: literal, we will roll all bloopers included because okay. i'm about to make a million so
0: okay <laughs> we're not editing so episode number eight we would like to welcome that's the word i wanted there you go Sydney daniels from where are you from sydney
2: I'm from around Boston, Massachusetts.
0: All right. She's from around Boston, Massachusetts. So <laughs> welcome to the show, Sydney. We're honored to have you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here.
0: So uh, how was Boston? I've never been to Boston. You've
2: never been. Um, I've never Boston, been. Boston is one of my favorite cities in the world. Um, I say that like I've traveled to a lot of cities in the world. <laughs> I have not. Um, right now it's, it's been raining for about week number three here. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. We
1: need, we need the rain up here. I know. I wish God. I could box it up and send it <laughs> up
2: to you. Um, but yeah, no, just lots and lots of rain. Uh, but besides that, we have some, some better weather coming. So hoping to enjoy the last few weeks of, uh, summer here before things get going in my job again.
0: Yeah. With your job, like how long is your summer break until you start things up again?
2: Yeah, so I um, am the assistant coach at Harvard Women's Ice Hockey um, in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, and our schedules are pretty pretty nonstop. So we'll uh, have our team on campus from September, and they hen- tend to go home uh, early June. And then once June hits, we start recruiting. So I'm flying all over, going to Minnesota, Toronto, um, Sask, Winnipeg, like all over, uh, I went to Las Vegas last year. Don't know how I swindled that trip. Ended up at a blackjack table. Nice. And, uh, so, yeah, we're doing that, you know, through the end of August. So it's 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 kind of like two different jobs It's in one. It's managing a team and then kind of finding the next players to come play for your team. So uh, a lot of different facets to the job.
0: Okay, blackjack question. If you were <laughs> hit, hit, hit with 12s. Would yeah. you hit or would you stay?
2: Well, am I playing alone? Are there people around me? Uh
0: there's other people, and the card that the dealer has is uh, seven.
2: Ooh, I'd hit.
0: Yeah, I would hit too.
2: I would me hit. Too. Yeah, you know, what? I'd rather go down swinging than just be stuck like a deer in the headlights.
0: Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Okay, you mentioned. Harvard University. You were a student for four years at Harvard, where you were on the women's hockey team. How was that experience?
2: Um, yeah, being a member of the uh, Harvard women's ice hockey team was one of the greatest experiences um, thus far in my life. Um, just the ability to play at an institution that kind of um, prides itself on being you know, successful in the academic sphere. It, it also really pushes you to be you know, as successful as you can be in the uh, athletic sphere. So um, you're constantly surrounded by, you know, people who are incredibly smart and a lot smarter than I was. And um, you can either be scared of it, or you can kind of uh, use it to fuel you. Um, And so I made a lot of great friends over my four years at Harvard, um, in all different walks of life and all different passions. And uh, you know, playing for this hockey team that has just like an incredible history to it um, and history of tradition in it. Uh, it was, you know, so special, so special enough that I was like, you know what, I just got to come back and coach. I came away from Harvard hockey. So <laughs> here I am.
1: That's right on. Right on. So you mentioned academics. Um, what did you study? What was it like being a student? You study or what was it? over? Was it was it really overwhelming for you? Or did you fuel it? Did you, did that fuel you? Like, like, what Did you use a lot of study groups?
2: Yeah, so uh, my academic experience, I uh, majored in psychology, so um, cool. I definitely was interested in the science sphere. I loved learning about people and kind of how they work and the way they work and why they do the things they do. Um, so psychology was kind of a perfect field for me to kind of try to try to get a, an insight on all of those types of questions that we all have as humans. But, um, you know, it was uh, like anything kind of we do in our life, it's just time management, right? So um, growing up when you're young and you have hockey practice or you want to hang out with your friends, you have to manage your time um, in order to do both. Or if you can't do both, you have to sacrifice and that in itself is time management. So um, I think as we're all younger and going through that and growing through sport it really sets you up kind of for you know successes in the future so like if I hadn't been good at time management coming to Harvard probably would have been a disaster for me I don't know if I would have went to class I probably would have slept through practice then I would have got you know what I mean so it's just like uh having the opportunity to kind of Uh, just keep working on that as an adolescence and as you grow uh, can only set you up for success in any field that you want to pursue but the classrooms at Harvard were great Um, definitely had a tutor here and there when need be Um, but it is a really cool environment because you know you think when you think of Harvard you're like oh you have like all these geniuses and everyone's competing against each other and Um, But when you're actually a part of it, it's like everyone wants you to succeed and everyone wants you to do well and support you to do the best you can and whatever that may be. So academically, athletically, socially, um, you are just kind of put in so many good positions to kind of like flourish and become your own self. So uh, I cannot I cannot think I cannot think highly enough about Harvard and, and everything it does.
0: For your for one of the assignments you had to do, what was like the, the biggest assignment that you had to do? Like how many words, how many papers?
2: That's a good question. My sophomore year, I had to do um, a like a mini thesis to enter psychology. And I believe it was around 25 pages. And <sighs> And I had to conduct like a study and obviously I, I conducted it with like my hockey team. So the sample size is like 22 girls and it's obviously not going to get anything profound out of it, but um, just like having to do that study and then having to try to figure out what the results would be and then writing the conclusions of it. And it ended up taking like, gosh, two, three months to finally polish it all up. But um, I, I got an A minus minus. So I'll take it, not an A plus, but whatever.
0: <laughs> I would take uh, that too.
2: <laughs> but no, yeah, no. There's and it depends too on like what you want to do. Like I have you know friends who are in computer science and they didn't write the paper their entire. Wow. Their entire, they like would just sit there coding, and I'm like, what are you playing video game <laughs> right now? And I just don't understand what you're doing. Um, but it's just so whatever. It's it's so unique to the kind of field you want to study in
0: that's that's interesting that's cool so bush if you want to go back to school take computer (laughs) classes
2: i yep sure i'll
0: code
1: (laughs) okay so (laughs) hockey wise you play internationally for team usa Mm -hmm. we're dying to know what that's like like what's like practice take us through a day one for practice orientation drills video like what what yeah
2: absolutely so i Um, was a part of the Team USA kind of organization for around six years, Um, and that was at the beginning uh, during my high school career, and then it bled into my college career, so um, being a part of that is just an incredible experience. Um, You are treated like, you know, uh, like a high-class premier athlete, and uh, you are supported so well um, in terms of, you know, if I wanted to get stronger in this area in my game, I'd be given these resources or these contacts or, you know, I'd show up to a winter camp in between, we'd have a break in, at school at Harvard. So I'd fly out to Minnesota for a winter camp and we get there and it's girls all over the country coming in for a week and a half camp and you're doing scrimmages, you're doing testing, you're doing... Uh, kind of classroom X's and O's stuff. And then, and then you just get sent back out to your colleges. So um, it's definitely kind of a whirlwind, uh, I think. And I would love to see going in the future more of uh, them, those girls allowed uh, in that program to be kind of solely focused on that. So they don't have to have these like extraneous things that allow them to do this. Um, and I think we're on the path there. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just such a cool experience playing with, you know, the best girls in your country and against the best girls in Canada and and all over. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool experience, but with it comes, you know, like, like anything, like it's really amazing, but then there are some really hard spots, right? Where it's like the worry of, am I going to get, if I, am I going to get cut? Am I going to make this team? Am I getting enough playing time? Am I, so I feel like with every great opportunity comes like that great struggle, um, and it's just really like making sure you know yourself well enough to be able to get through those spots.
0: You mentioned Team Canada, you Team USA, you <laughs> Team Canada. So how was that beating Team Canada?
2: Um, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, anytime I would play against Canada and we would win, it would be. I just at at the at the bottom root of it, I'm just a competitor. I think so. I, we could be playing like mini sticks, and if I beat you, oh my God, it feels like the biggest deal ever. Um, but it's uh, you know just anytime you win, it's a great feeling. But when it's against a Team Canada game, you're just there's you just feel so much uh, kind of. You know, weight on your shoulders, and, and you kind of know this game is bigger than just one single game. And, uh, <laughs> but I'm always, I've always been a little bit conflicted uh, because I am a dual citizen. My father's from Saskatchewan, um, and I have all my family up in Saskatchewan, and I, I grew up coming there every summer. So um, when push came to shove, I chose Team USA. But I, uh, you know, I am still really close to some players in the the Canadian um, side of things. And, you know, those games are just fun to watch. So
0: how was your dad during the games? Like, was he 50-50 or was he totally 100% Team you USA? You he
2: claims he claims he was cheering for Team USA, but <laughs> I don't know. He's and he's uh he's a guy who doesn't often show a lot of. Um, emotion, not like like he's not going to be cheering in the stands. He's not going to be yelling at refs. He's kind of very like relaxed and baseline. So uh, I think I did see him get a little give a little fist bump when we won, but uh, <laughs> but that was the extent of it. So for all I know, he could be a diehard Team Canada fan and has never told me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you played for Team Saskatchewan at the National Aboriginal Hockey Championships. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think female players who, who play in the annual tournament can play at that NCAA hockey level?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I do. And I think, um, that's an area, uh, of women's ice hockey and hockey in general that I personally am trying to put effort into, to grow. And, um, I, like I said before, I, I coach at Harvard. So, when we're going through our recruit- recruiting schedules the year before of what tournaments we want to go to, what areas we have to cover, um, I'm making it a huge priority to start pushing uh, more NCAA coaches um, to make better efforts to find Indigenous players and and to meet them where they are and and travel to where they can see them. So it's not so that weight isn't all on you know our Indigenous youth youth who might not have those resources to travel to the States for a big tournament or um, so on and so forth. So uh, next year we're planning on, on traveling to that championship again um, to recruit. And I think I'm in a very good position in the sense of if I say Harvard is going to this tournament, other schools are going to want to go to the tournament too. Um, so that's kind of a, a personal initiative that I, I, I have currently um, but I do, you know, just looking back on my time in that tournament, I had some awesome teammates on, on my team. And, you know, I like, I remember being like, whoa, these, these girls are just as good as I am. I just like, I just have a little bit more opportunity because I'm so spoiled as to where I live. And like, I live in Boston, I live around the hockey schools, I lived around the NCAA. Um, so that in itself fuels me to just want to get so much more exposure um to indigenous tournaments all over
1: okay now your dad scott daniels former NHLer. um how big of an influence was he or has he been on your career hockey wise
2: um not at all zero <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. uh, my father has been and continues to be and will always be kind of uh, the reason why I love the game, the reason why I play the game, um, the reason why I continue to love it. Uh, he, you know, dedicated his life to playing ice hockey, and um, with that comes highs and lows, and, and he definitely experienced his highs, and he definitely had some lows um, with the game itself, um, but it – was something and continues to be something that we have between us a bond that we have um, where he's gotten to teach me so many things on the ice and so many things off the ice um and so many things about life by using the game um and you know we hockey for us it's just it's just kind of like a, a bigger a bigger, feeling it's like a I know this is gonna sound cliche and cheesy but it feels like a religion almost in the sense of like it has been something that has connected me to my father my father to his father my father to his brothers me to my cousins it's it's just this this commonality and belief that we all share and and this game that we love um and you know by just but just by you know, staying active in it and and continuing to play it and host camps for it. Um, That's a huge, major source of connection for all of us, Daniels.
0: Your dad rocked the mullet in his playing days. Is he he still still rocking the mullet?
2: He still does. Nice! (sighs) I know it. I know we are probably only doing the audio on this, but I just gotta show you this picture so you can just Eventually
0: get I'll post like the recordings on See. YouTube. Oh, I, once I figure it out, so <laughs> i to show.
2: This is a, a selfie I received yesterday from my father. So can his hair's flipping out a little bit in the back. Oh, <laughs> look at that hair. flow. That's oh, a sick yeah. flow. Gelled back flow. <laughs> wow.
1: That's, that's a beauty
2: that's awesome God. <laughs> oh yeah you got some flow
1: oh yeah
0: <laughs>
2: I actually, actually so in college I wore my hair long like really long and I would braid it every game and post-college I'm like this hair is getting in the way so now I cut my hair and when I go home we and my dad see who has longer hair and I think <laughs> he's beating me right now that's <laughs> awesome
0: <laughs> I like that <laughs> We for sure have to get him on the show and I think yes. the whole interview would just be about his mullets. <laughs> there would be there'd be some good
1: questions about it. Oh Fun. man, that's <laughs> awesome.
2: And if he lies, I can do like a second episode <laughs> of that fact checking everything because he's a little tricky. That's
0: awesome. There you go, Bush. Yes. You gotta keep yours going then. Mullet I and should.
2: You should yes, it, isn't
0: it coming back in style?
2: I don't I'll think it, it ever left. I don't think see? Yeah, my Bush. dad would argue it never left.
0: <laughs> That's awesome! That totally made my day.
2: Oh, good. I yeah. just
0: got a haircut because I had COVID hair. I should have yeah. let the back grow. You should have. Oh, I should have. That would have been nice. So, so Bush you got to keep yours going. Yeah, I think I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that totally got me uh, like <laughs> got me all happy and like wow. <laughs> Okay. What advice would you give young indigenous female players that want to play college hockey?
2: Great question. Um, I think the advice I'd give young indigenous players uh, that want to play hockey is just make sure um, that you're playing hockey for the right reasons in terms of playing hockey because you love to play hockey and play hockey because it offers you a source of fun or you know offers you an outlet to just kind of be someone else and and do something else and 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 just make sure you always have your true reason why um because things get harder you know as as you get older competitions get harder teams making teams gets harder uh, you know you're gonna have to sacrifice a lot more at the higher levels you go And as long as you can be confident in saying, you know what, this, all of these sacrifices, all of these decisions were worth it because I love it because I'm having fun, then you will never regret a second of your life in your, your hockey journey. Um, so just, I, my advice would just constantly be, you know, have just constantly be checking in with yourself and your relationship with the sport and, um, you know, it's okay to change, it's okay to pivot, it's okay to do something else. Um, but if it if it offers you joy, uh why stop? Just keep going. And that's at any level, right? If you're playing high NCAA team USA stuff, or if you're just playing a little beer league team, but you're you're having so much fun, like that's why. Like that's why you do it. That's why See, you keep going Trevor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even old timers Bush. Yep, mm-hmm.
1: old-timer mullet right here.
2: Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bef-
0: before we go, we have this, I guess we're starting a tradition where we ask five rapid niche questions. So these are totally funny and hilarious. And yep. the past people, past people, Still. past guests had a lot of fun with these questions. So, <laughs> okay, first question. <laughs> bait or fried bannock
2: Ooh, fried bannock easy 100
0: yes yeah
2: <laughs> no question no, no question no, no hesitation in that
0: okay question number two ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door
2: absolutely no <laughs> doubt put the little tacks on top of the door yeah. frame yeah. yeah done
0: done okay this one is a music question. Number three, ever see Ernest Mounias live in <laughs> concert?
2: <laughs> I wish. Not yet. No, I wish.
0: Imagine if he came to Boston. If he came to Boston, would you go see him?
2: I would sleep outside of the establishment to be the first in line. <laughs> I would camp out.
0: Number four, Indian taco or Bannock burger?
2: Oh, Indian taco. Final answer. Yeah? yeah, no, yeah. Those things are lights out.
0: Okay, fifth and last question: Can you jig?
2: You know, I like to think I can, (laughs) (laughs) but if someone were to see me, I don't know if that's what they would call it. Um, I, I, I like to. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a closet jigger. I don't jig in front of people, but I will, in my kitchen, do a little jig.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Couple, after a couple couple beers, bushes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. will bus on the floor. And start when the jigging.
2: juices start flowing, yeah. I start yeah. jigging, you know?
0: That's the way to be, though.
2: Mm-hmm. No shame in my jig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Sydney, thank you for being a guest on Res Hockey. We, I don't know what I was going to say there. You could say we thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I just say we thank you? Oh. I don't know. I don't, nope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Thank you for being a guest on the show. We won't edit this, so no. I'll just—it's all uh,
2: perfect.
0: Yeah. So We're yeah, thanks for, for being me. on the show. Yeah, yes. we'll uh, we'll love to have you back on the show and tell your dad come on the show and we'll just. Yes.
2: I will get him on the show. Um,
1: he's got competition for the mullet.
2: Yeah, I'll tell him oh. it's good.
0: <laughs> I think that's... over
2: here. Is yeah.
0: I watched a YouTube video of him. He was in a fight. And he was sitting in the penalty box when he was playing for Hartford, and he was just, like, touching his hair and going like that. I was oh, like, wow. He, he still
2: does that in the car in the, like, room mirror. He's like, oh, that's
0: confidence. That I'm is.
2: Like, oh, <laughs> who are you, Dad?
0: Do you, okay, another question. Like, his pregame skate, did he have a bucket on or no bucket during pregame skate?
2: I don't have the correct answer to that. My I'm guessing, guessing?
0: No, no buckets, yeah, because you gotta let that flow, oh, flow yeah. skating. You
2: gotta get it oh. very Yeah, easy. yeah, no.
0: no bucket for sure. I'm guessing, but <laughs> that's something we'd have to ask them.
2: There you go. I'll get them on yeah.
0: the show. Yeah, get him on a show. I would love I to
2: ask them. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. This is yeah. an incredible idea, and um, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Yeah, thanks.
0: We'll uh, Here's that. again, and we'll see you again. What
2: is that? Oh, United Sport. Yeah, one, 1 9, 2, nine two eight. Perfect, awesome. All right,
0: enjoy yeah. your Sunday, enjoy the rest of your summer before like you get that. back to work.
2: Thank you very much. You all as right, well. take care, take care. Bye.
0: All right, all, all right, right all right, all right. That was a good <laughs> interview with Sydney. That was. It was yeah. uh, a lot of good laughs. It's, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Loved the laughs about her dad. <laughs> yeah, her dad's flow. <laughs> he played. Yeah, he played when that hairstyle was cool. Well, it still is cool, but it still anyway, is. Cool. It was. It was cool. norm. Yeah, he played for Harvard Whalers, Philadelphia Flyers, and he played for one more team.
1: Speaking of Flyers, they, New Jersey they Devils. Just, they just acquired Ryan Ellis. That
0: was a big trade.
1: Yeah, James. Uh, James Patrick, <laughs> early 90s defenseman, <laughs> yeah,
0: Nolan Patrick, Nolan going Patrick. to Vegas, Winnipeg mm-hmm. boy. Then, who's going to the can, who's going to Nashville? Cody, Cody Glass, I think so. Another Winnipeg know, just... boy, Nolan has had it tough though, he's been suffering from those migraines. Mm. He's uh Depression. yeah, then he's been getting. Those migrates afterwards, yeah. He's a Kenora resident during the summer. Nolan Patrick, did you know that? I didn't know. I did not know that. Yeah, he comes around in the summer. He uh, must have a place on the lake because he rents the ice in Kuwait when the no. ice comes in. So I usually go in there and help him with those hard outlet passes and those saucers. Absol-
1: yeah, the sauce is up the middle.
0: <laughs> Just pick sauces right away, <laughs> and they come back and score.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But yeah, he, uh, Nolan lives here during the summer. So I guess you can call him a Knorr resident getting traded Mm -hmm. to Las Vegas. You could say that. Absolutely. I bet you this week with the expansion draft, free agency, and the NHL draft, it's going to be a lot of good trades. Yeah. How about that trade uh, Islanders and Coyotes? Andrew Ladd got traded with like two second rounders and a third rounder. I hate Andrew Ladd. He got traded for nothing.
1: Good. I hate him. He cost the Oilers the cup in 2006.
0: Oh, man. He did. Now, he... Yeah,
1: I'm not letting it go. No, because he, he purposely ran over Olsen. You could see oh, it. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. For Carolina.
1: Yeah. He ran over oh, yeah. all four goalies, like for round one, round two, round three, round four. He,
0: a player knows but, what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. Like when I but, ran yeah. goalies, I knew I was going to hit the goalie. Yeah, there was no but, doubt. Like he you also look
1: like at this. you. Also look at a Carolina's Carolina's uh, viewpoint. We have a player that's willing to do what it takes to hoist that cup.
0: Run the goalie, definitely. I would run mm-hmm. a goalie. Damn right.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know, you, you know, you're going to run a goalie. When you run on goal, you just you just know it.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Once you take those strides past the blue line and you see, you see no other lane, you just like "Ah shit, this is gonna hurt." <laughs> without stop, without stopping.
0: When goalies get hit, hit, like, do you think it hurts that much? Because the way they react from getting hit is like as if they got hit oh. by a truck or something.
1: I bet you sometimes it's it 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 legit hurts.
0: But they have the, all they're... that protection though, that chest protector. Yeah. And...
1: They're not conditioned to to get hit, though. They don't have that same muscle tense. I don't know. Like <laughs> that's my guess. We should try it. We and, should uh, run, run Jack or uh, Her- Rob Harabic. We should try it on them. I'll do it on
0: Jack. Then I'll I'll throw st- it at him. St- then I'll just get out kind of fifty year old goalie. St- no, i just kidding. I won't do it. No. no. <laughs> But I don't know. Um, I've always been interested because, like, growing up, you see those rock and Don Cherry yeah. shows, mm-hmm. and each episode, or you would see goalies getting run at, and it seems like yeah. you just got shot and just do we react mm-hmm. and fall? Maybe something you should put on uh, a goalie equipment, and I'll hit you and see how that goes. Okay, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> but uh, big news out of the NHL with the expansion draft. Yes, Kerry Price unprotected, unprotected like Bush on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yes. How's it Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. Kerry Price left yeah. unprotected. Seattle will be crazy not to take Price. I think. Mm-hmm. With Vegas having a history of like winning from the from the start, Seattle yeah. wants to do the same thing. So why not pick the best goalie in the league? Yeah, mm-hmm. who cares that he makes ten mil? Yeah. yeah, like for sure would take him. I think Seattle would be crazy not to take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're still kind of uh, mangled on that uh, unprotected Friday night. Eh?
1: Yeah, I'm still sort of make sense of it in my head.
0: You mother effer. (laughs) You know who else was unprotected? Keeper and Montour. Keeper and Montour. Montour. Oh, shit. Montour in Florida? Yeah. Well, Montour is a free agent. Bush is just playing with his hair now that we've been talking about. Scott Daniels and his hair. And now Bush is just playing with his flow. You got to get the top and the sides. They'll cut. Then, (laughs) Then the back. Okay. So... Montour well, is a free agent anyway, so will he sign with Florida again, or will he test the free agent markets? I think he'll sign with Florida again. You think so? He likes where he is. I don't know. And Keeper, he's a, I think he's a two-way contract player, so he makes the big bucks playing in the show, and he makes maybe like a third of, or a fourth of when he plays in EA, so mm. that should be interesting. A lot of big names in the expansion draft, though. I think... Seattle has a good chance of picking a lot of good players. So, what do you think?
1: I think as long as though, uh, Ethan Bearer is was protected, which he is, I'm good. Yeah, I then, heard- I to, then I can keep my jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> His I'm name wasn't was.
0: that trade talk though with Duncan Keith.
1: No, he was that. That's just uh, smoke screens.
0: I saw Jordan Benoit at Walmart, and yes. that was the first thing he said to me. He talked about Ethan Bear, I'm Like good. Man, I wish the, the Hawks would have got Ethan Bear. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I would. I, I wouldn't have gave him up for no. a 38-year-old 30 year defenseman. No. Because they're not going to sign Barry. So there's his big chance of going on that power play unit, that first power play unit, and getting some points on the power play. Because Barry did lead the league in points as a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Yet he didn't get one vote for the Norris. That's okay. nope. weird, eh? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. How come he didn't play like that when he played for the Leafs? Like, come on, Barry. You...
1: Yeah, you're right. I don't know why. You no gooder. <laughs> he was probably like, uh, fuck the Leafs. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like like everyone else? Would you pick Tarasenko off St. Louis if you were around about... Francis? Yeah. How much? He's maybe like six or seven. Ooh. No, you too much. Pick... No, no. but he wants money. he wants out of St. Louis, though. He's a guy that's going to be traded on an uh, NHL draft day, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But that's a lot of money, though. And he hasn't been scoring or even playing healthy. He was hurt most of the last season. Mm-hmm. But I bet you Price will be the first pick in that draft expansion draft. Oh, are you going to watch it? When is it? It's this week. The 21st, or whatever Friday is. What's Friday? Friday's the 23rd. Around there. yeah, Give or take a few days. I'm going to watch it because it's knowing Ron Francis, former GM with Hartford. He's the smart hockey guy. Yeah. No, Seattle will be better than Edmonton. No, they won't. Guaranteed. No, they won't. Yeah, they will. No, they but won't. I bet you. Gabriel Landeskog, unprotected. There is a guy. Is he a free
1: agent too? I don't know. I. Oh, it's just, I'm just looking at the list of uh, availables. His name popped it, out.
0: Yeah, he's a free agent. Like, Zach Hyman was left unprotected, mm-hmm. but he's a free agent. He's not going to sign with Toronto. He wants an eight- to nine-year deal. Like, come on, get real, kid. Jeez. He's 29 years old, and he wants an eight- nine-year deal. Those Jeez, long-term Steve. contracts don't last. No, they don't. Look, Look at Zach, at Zach Parisi and uh, Ryan Suter. They signed a yep. long-term contract with Minnesota and they, they're getting bought out.
1: Yeah. So how about, those, how about Rick Pietro?
0: Yeah. He's getting paid to like another 15 years. Yeah. He doesn't even have to do nothing really. No. Nobody in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Th- those long-term contracts are bad. I don't think anything other than f- more than five years is good. Like Moth, Mast, Mastin austin matthews maston Mastin matthews <laughs> he, he has a couple years like he only signed a five year i bet mm-hmm. you he'll lead the Leafs when he's a free agent he'll go back to phoenix his hometown mm, i can see it happening yeah yeah we don't need him <laughs> <laughs> bad news people our reds hockey first annual golf tournament um we had to postpone it Due to weather conditions. Due to the weather. It would have happened yesterday, but Bush was hung to the gills and he didn't want to (laughs) sweat out the booze on the golf course. True story. (laughs) Plus thirty weather, just hung, no wind, just all heat. Uh, Bush would have been just toast. Yeah. Or you could have kept drinking. Oh probably. But a third hole you'd just be that's enough. I quits. So yeah. we'll have to announce a date on a later podcast, yeah. but it's going to happen. Yes. It's all it up will. to you because I don't get, I don't work weekends. You do. Oh, okay. So yeah,
1: every other weekend, every other
0: weekend. So that's yeah. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe two weeks from now. Yeah. I'm game two weeks. No, no. no we- I'm playing hockey. We have that hockey tournament.
1: Yes, we're playing hockey. Or I'm playing hockey. We're playing Is- hockey. We should get a rest hockey podcast hockey jersey
0: made up. We should. Oh, shit, yeah. What colors, though? We're not going all am colors. I'm not- no, we'll go
1: We'll, we'll go. Uh, black. No. Black. No.
0: Hmm. No Sh- blue.
1: Kyle, if you're listening, head head us up. Give us some ideas about the hockey jerseys. We should,
0: though. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Our hoodies sold out really fast. Like mm-hmm. a couple hours fast. Yeah, we still have woman tank tops, and yes. we have four large T-shirts. We're gonna be a getting mark. hats. The hats are pretty nice.
1: Hats are the hats are gonna be sick.
0: Mm-hmm. So hit us up if you want a T-shirt, a tank top, or a hat. So I'm gonna be wearing my hat all the time. Those are pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Let's sell out the rest of the stuff. Like yes. I was surprised how fast those down hoodies sold. I know it's pretty neat like, though. I posted it Thursday, Thursday around supper time, and by ten o'clock they were all sold out. Holy jeez! <laughs> there was sixteen of them too. So Holy jeez! You know what? I don't like Canada Post. They're a ripoff. Mm-hmm. Holy man, you guys, that's brutal. Shipping and handling was expensive. Next it was. Time, we'll just if there's two people in the same town that order something, we'll just put their, yeah. their stuff that's together. A good
1: idea. That's a good idea.
0: Like uh, Cochran, we had like four f- four hoodies there. We should have just made them one big package. It's, just, it's a small town, so the person can just go to that other person's house. We had a couple orders in Timmins. We should have did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this expensive? I didn't know it was that expensive. Kind of is... Is it written by the government? I think so, right? Eh? Yeah. So they're just ripping us off more. Jeez, that government. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. But yeah, that was a I wasn't I wasn't expecting for it to be that expensive the ship stuff. But, but I don't want to put the prices too high to the point where people don't want to buy them because the price Yeah. right? So we kind of took a hit on that one. So You're welcome, guys. Mm -hmm. But the saying is, help us help you. So, yeah, we'll figure that one out. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the stage three Three. happening, arenas are open. I know arenas in Alberta are open, Manitoba. So it's good to see kids out on the ice. That's got to feel good. It's going to feel good. I know. The last time I skated
1: was... New Year's Eve? Yeah. I Yeah, I, I got
0: sick that day, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a fever. And huh. I went into the hospital and the next day and the doctor said I had pneumonia. Oh, ouch! and I wasn't getting better. I was, they put me on antibiotics and I wasn't getting better. So I went in again and it was the same thing. And it's like, oh, it's pneumonia. I was like, okay, they put me on meds. Then I went back the following week and they took x-rays and that's when they can see the blasto in my oh. lungs. Mm. But I was getting like COVID tests like every week and I was, Oh, did you ever get one test. done? Those yeah, they hurt. Did. They, they they're, they're not
1: comfortable, that's for sure.
0: Oh. especially like I broke my nose maybe like five times, four oh, or five oh, times. Oh. So that wasn't that wasn't fun. My eyes were watering like all yeah. the time. Yeah. That was my December. That was the last time we skated, like at the mm-hmm. outdoor Jackson's. on the LEGA jacks on New yeah. Year's Eve. Pond hockey. Pond hockey. It was fun, but it when I fun. got home, I was like cold and chills and that wasn't fun. But I can't remember the last time I skated in an arena. That was December? the last time I skated?
1: It was probably December, uh, early December, because the league shut down on, like, the 20th
0: or something. Oh, yeah. It was, like, December 30th was the last yeah. time they could skate. Mm-hmm. But ice is, ice is, ice The rink <laughs> is opening. Some guys got ice time. I know Ernest yeah. is getting ice time. Are you gonna go skate with that group?
1: If I'm working, the depends on my schedule. If I can swing it, maybe. I know my I know my old timers team is getting nice time.
0: Are they? Yeah. Can I come? Yep. Thank you. <laughs> that was hard. Yeah, I saw Daryl at Walmart he said he's playing.
1: Yep, Daryl's playing. I talked to him at work
0: a lot. Uh, did you see he's uh, playing ball again? No, he told me about it though. Yeah, he's playing for uh Nigel's team. He's coming. Oh, cool. First time in, like, years and years Mm -hmm. he's been playing ball. That's cool, though. Daryl's a super nice guy. Good guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I shot him in the head one time with a pass. (laughs) I was in a corner, and I turned around right away, and I tried to sauce it all across the ice, and he just happened to stand right in the middle of the ice, and I hit him in the (laughs) head. (laughs) Like, right in the middle, he was facing (laughs) me. If the puck was maybe two inches down I would have just yeah. busted his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh easy. you're not, you're oh, giving yourself that, that was a hard saucer.
1: <laughs> saucer on that on the tape. Would have been would have been on stride, I bet, right? Oh
0: I would have I felt bad for hitting him in the head but he kind of <laughs> ducked so he lowered it. So oh, he, okay. So kind of glad he did because if he didn't duck it would have smacked him in the face and the mm-hmm. nose. Oh, but yeah that's so don't do those cross ice Saucers. Not unless you're tone. Yeah, saucers in the (laughs) tucks. So what else can we talk about? Are we done? I don't know. Yeah, we're done. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, people. Thank you for joining in. Episode number eight of Rez Hockey. I'm Trev, and with me as always is Bush. Down the hill, Bush. Yep. (laughs) Down the hill. (laughs) so uh yeah we're done just like uh unprotected bush on a friday night (laughs) (laughs) so enjoy your week we'll be back next week for episode number Mm -hmm. nine so as always as always have a good week and uh stay Stay cool stay cool
1: i was gonna say stay stay warm again but again you were i know but that, that we can say that six months from now
0: Yeah, when it's freezing. But uh, enjoy your summer, enjoy your week, and we will see you next week. Adios. See ya. See ya. Bye. Peace. Mm Mm-hmm.